0: Did you know there's one thing that everyone can do to improve their overall well-being and increase their longevity? I'm Larie Florence, and I'll be your host for episode 118 of The Happiness Playbook, where we'll be sharing all of the deets on this important practice that everyone can and should. And I don't go throwing that word around loosely, be doing. But before we get to that, let's check in with our team huddle. How did everyone do on last week's play of the week? Did you commit to go all in on your commitment to a happiness practice? It sounds silly that a weekly challenge could be just mentally committing to do something, but it takes effort to get your head and heart on the same page. I submit that the root of 99% of our cultural and personal problems is dissonance that comes from not having our hearts and minds in alignment. And in today's world, where we're more connected than ever before, we're targeted repeating ads that are sent incessantly directly to our phones and the slot machine addicting nature of social media is always pulling us in, it's easy to lose track of who we are and what we really want. So taking time in a moment of calmness to reaffirm our deepest intentions is invaluable to keep us moving towards our highest goals. And I really hope that happiness is one of them. So let's make it happen. I'm talking right now. Stick with me because we're gonna do this together. But before we get started, a quick disclaimer. If you hear any kind of funny noises in the background, it might be my new puppy. I have a little Christmas present that arrived this week and he needs a lot of supervision and I have a hard time controlling him at present. So he's here in the room with me. If you wanna meet him, I'll be posting a picture on our Play Theory, or no, sorry, our Happiness Playbook Instagram account, and then on our Play Theory Facebook page. All right, so right now, I want you, wherever you are, to stand a little straighter or sit a little taller. Okay, now close your mouth and take a deep breath in through your nose. Think about pushing your lower belly out while you're breathing, not raising your shoulders or chest. Okay, let's do that again. Deep breath in through the nose. Now I want you to hold it for eight counts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now, Slowly let it out for eight counts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Now hold your lungs on empty. No breathing in for eight counts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And we do it all again. This is called box breathing I've mentioned it in previous episodes, and I'll try to get to why it's so valuable in a minute or two. But for now, let's let's try that again. You're gonna breathe in, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let it out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold, two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight. Again, breathe in. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold it. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let it out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold it out. Two, three, four, five, Alright, relax. Now, notice your muscle muscle tension. Has it lessened? Has your heart rate gone down just a little bit? Do you feel like you can take a deeper breath now? This was just a super short example, but I just wanted to share this breathing practice so you can do it whenever you need to calm things down or gain greater focus. Our bodies have a lot of systems. The nervous system, parasympathetic system, the sympathetic system, the digestive system, the vascular system, and a lot more. Think of them like the programming in your computer that runs the keyboard and does all of the processing and stores the data. And it allows you to manipulate the pixels on the screen to represent your ideas and thoughts. Back when computers were just starting out, the old way to get them to do anything was to write code. Each and every action had to be dictated. Now, our computers come with all of this software and interface that allows us to do complicated things without writing code or inputting anything at all. Think of the respiratory system like the software that allows us to talk to the hardware in our computers so that we can use it. This analogy falls short because our ability to control our breath is unique when compared to all the other systems in our bodies. We can't control the other systems, our nervous system and our digestive system. We can't just type in a code and change things. We can't hold our digestion like we can hold our breath sure other systems do react to stimuli we get a terrible fright and our sympathetic system revs us up preparing us to fight or flee and feeling nervous about that big test can leave our digestive system in knots when that happens our parasympathetic system might kick in to slow down these stress reactions It might help us lower our heart rate and arrest our rising cortisol levels. Our breathing, or respiratory system, is the only thing that works on both a conscious level and an unconscious level. And this allows us to tap into systems that operate at a subconscious level. Have you heard of the term breath work? It might seem like an oxymoron because you keep breathing even when you're asleep, so obviously that's not working. But breathwork is a real thing. Don't let the name discourage you, though, because it isn't hard work. And the rewards more than make up for any effort. When regularly practiced, breathwork can balance your blood pressure. It can help you get more deep sleep, which is where all of that rejuvenating magic happens. It can reduce the effects of trauma held in our body. It can strengthen our respiratory function. And do you know that healthy pulmonary function is one of, if not the highest indications of longevity? Breath work can also release stress hormones from our body. And stress hormones are those things that contribute to those degenerative diseases. Breathwork strengthens our immune response. Did you know? Just breathing through your nose lowers your chance of catching a virus because of the nose's defense systems. As we send air past all of those nose hairs, otherwise known as cilia, this is estimated to protect our bodies from about twenty a billion—that's with a B—particles of foreign matter each day. Who knew? When we breathe through our noses, it also humidifies the air that we breathe in, which makes it closer to our body's temperature, so the lungs are more productive. They don't have to work as hard. When we breathe through our noses, the air becomes filtered and humidified, and then when we release the nasal breath, or let air out of our noses, nitric oxide is released which is beneficial for the circulation of oxygen in our body and helps expand blood vessels. And that's something that happens when we exercise. So breathing really does do a lot of really great stuff. If you've been listening to the Happiness Playbook for a while, you'll know that I'm a fan of yoga. It's been a great thing for my long-term back issues and has really helped me with strength and flexibility. I just feel better physically and mentally when I do it. I do both a traditional yoga practice with poses and stretching, and I also occasionally do kundalini yoga that uses a lot of breath work. And I've been surprised at how beneficial I have found this. I've experienced many benefits from mood to overall increased well-being. Did you know that yoga originated as a practice? Uh, it focused mainly on breath work and less on the physical poses. And kundalini is a more ancient version of yoga. Hey, leave it, puppy. Leave it. He's chewing on my charger. I'm to stop for a second. Okay, I'm back. So, I'm not saying that you have to start a yoga practice to experience the benefits of conscious breathing. I Share to show that part of yoga's benefit comes from the breath work. A yogi that I follow on YouTube, shout out to Sarah Beth, says that when you're doing yoga without a focus on your breath, you're just exercising, which isn't a bad thing. But if you focus your attention and are present with your breath, so much more good can come from it. This has definitely been my experience. Here's another example of the power of breathwork. It was opening night for our theater company, Take Note Troops, made stage show, and I was backstage checking in with the cast before curtain. One of the show's leads found me and pulled me aside to share that they were terrified about going on stage. Okay, now the puppy is chewing on the desk. Hang on. You know, I bought about 50 bucks worth of toys at the dog store, and he is determined to chew on the metal foot of my standing desk. Go figure. All right, back to the story. One of the leads found me and pulled me aside to share that they were terrified about going on stage. They were panicking, and fear had convinced them that they would ruin the show and disappoint all of the other cast members. I could see the fear in their face, I reminded them that this was a natural thing to feel nervous and I reminded them of how hard they had been working to prepare and how well prepared they were. I could see by the look in their eyes that my little speech had done nothing to quell their fears. It was a mere minutes to curtain and this kid was on the verge of tears. So I pulled out the big guns. I looked them in the eye and I said, breathe with me. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold it, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Breathe in, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We did that a couple of times, and you know what? I saw a physical transformation take place. The panic melted, the tears evaporated, the breathing slowed, and I saw hope return. This performer was a fantastic actor, and they had just allowed themselves to focus on the fear of future possibilities and had lost track of the current moment, and the breathwork had brought them back down. I'm a huge believer in breath work because I've seen the fruits, but even I was surprised at how powerful and quick this transformation was. I've talked a lot about box breathing because it's easy to remember for me, and it takes total concentration. If I'm feeling out of control, it's my go-to breath work. In day-to-day life though, I just try to sit up straighter and breathe deeper. At night when I'm tucked into bed I try to consciously take a few deep breaths feeling my abdomen rise and sink after each one. There are lots of kinds of breath work. For the more committed there's the acclaimed Wim Hof method that has been well documented to improve our health in profound ways and I left a link on our show notes or you can visit the Wimhofmethod.com Wim if you want more specific info or to give it a try. You can, on the breathing section, he gives you the step-by-step how-to. There are lots of variations of breath work. We did a box breathing exercise using eight counts, but Navy SEALs do a four-count version in their training. And who doesn't want to be more like a Navy SEAL? You can also use four, seven, eight breathing help slow down and calm the body you breathe in for four counts then you hold the breath for seven then you exhale for eight and you're repeating you're repeating this slows the heart rate brings your consciousness back to the present moment and slows the nervous system as you tap into the parasympathetic system and this will help calm us down in stressful moments And in just regular life, it creates a peaceful feeling of well-being. For me, that one's it's hard to remember. You have to remember four, eight, and seven. But basically, you're breathing in faster, you're holding it for longer, and then you're breathing it out for the longest. A regular breathwork practice will also help you to feel less inundated in our stimuli-saturated culture. As you learn how to create space between an inhale and an exhale, you'll be able to release anxious energy and redirect attention away from unhelpful thoughts. Be present is the foundational principle of play theory because it's essential to being fully engaged in our lives. Being distracted, unfocused, and preoccupied with meaningless twaddle is not beneficial for our growth and development In the short term, we may feel relief from some discomfort when we zone out or daydream our problems away, but the real solutions are only possible when we're present and fully aware of what is going on right now. In my pickleball lesson this week, I was working on the rolling volley. It's a more advanced shot, and I was so grateful for my instructor, Brian, who stood in front of me and gave specific feedback after every attempt I made. Bend your elbow slightly, get behind the ball, then push forward like you're rowing a boat. His specific feedback made it easier for me to concentrate on the challenging task at hand and to not be distracted by how many balls I was hitting into the net or beyond the court lines. I had to be so focused to see progress. For all progress and improvement, we need the same level of focus, but sadly, we live in a time when focus is the exception rather than the rule. So much of the time, we're spinning in circles of self-soothing distractions that momentarily assuage our disappointment about our lack of progress. Breathwork can help break this cycle. So here's our play of the week. The next time you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, angry, triggered, or you're having trouble sleeping, do some breath work to bring you back to the present and help calm that sympathetic fight or flight energy. You can try any method you like. And here's one you can try when you're feeling distracted or you find yourself focused on something in the past or the future instead of being in the current moment. Square your shoulders and take a deep, long breath, following it all the way to the tips of your lungs. Then just sit with it for a moment or two. As the need to inhale grows, try to identify the exact moment your lungs switch from holding the air in to letting it go out. And then as you take another breath in, find the moment that your lungs stop as ex- exhaling and start to draw air in after a few minutes of this focus as you return to your regular activity notice the increased awareness and connection you feel I so so hope that you'll give breath work a try it's a powerful tool to combat the current plagues of anxiety depression general overwhelm and so much more and it's easy i don't know why they call it breath work it really should be a breath practice but i guess that's kind of an oxymoron too because who needs to practice breathing regardless it's a great way to build the skill of being present which is essential to your happiness practice till next week i hope you'll all keep breathing with intention and remember happiness isn't something that happens to you it's something that you make happen with breath work.